Welcome to our spooky podcast, The Monster in My Closet. I am one of your hosts, Jen. And I'm your other host, Tamara. And today we are going to be talking about celebrity ghost stories. And like, like, I think it's, I, I don't think we actually like made sure of what that meant to us. Um, like, I know what you meant and I didn't do it that way. <laughs> okay. Okay. So intentional, different ways of doing things. Okay. So oh, mine sorry, is going. Loud noise. <laughs> mine is going to be about um, about a celebrity that had a ghost story. Um, I am quite interested in the spin you gave on it. So <laughs> I I I feel like you should go first with this one because I'm quite curious now. So um, I am doing an aspiring actress who now haunts people. Oh, okay. I, I like I like the twist. I like the twist. Um, but before we do that, you said that you had some stuff from last episode that you wanted to follow up with? Yeah, so I don't know if you um, listened to our episode yet from last week, but in the little blurb, like in the summary, I said that it felt like something didn't want us to release that episode. Uh-huh. Um, so when we were recording, we had tons of issues, like our... our um, Session kept, like, ending, and we'd have yes. to restart and all of that. Um, it was really bizarre. Um, this time, we couldn't even do it. We're recording totally differently than we normally do right. because it's just yes. not working. Um, yeah. But then when I went back to edit, so normally when I edit, I line up the, the tracks. Like, unless I know there's something, like, if, like, my kids are awake and they're going to be making a ton of noise, so I know that there's going to be extra things on my side to get rid of or just, like, Somebody came and like knocked on the door halfway through, like, and then we had like a big thing, like there was a lot of noise on my side or whatever. Then I'll keep them separate while I'm editing. But if it was a fairly normal editing, I line them up, merge them together, and then go and cut everything out so I can just like you know save myself a couple hours of editing, um, right? Because I do it all at once instead of like piece by piece. Um, mm-hmm. So I did that. I lined it up at the beginning, and now I'm listening through to like cut out all the different like things where we're not actually talking about our stuff or. Right. Um, at least try to get rid of half of my ums because I know there's a lot of them. So <laughs> I just try, or like when we're like looking through and like I can't find what I'm looking for and like we spend a little bit of time looking for whatever it is that we're looking for, I cut a lot of that out. And I'm listening through and then you said something and I was like, I kind of thought I responded to that, but I guess I didn't. I need to get better about that and continue listening. And then I hear my response oh. later. So like the time kept being off. So I had to, and like, so I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's one of the times that we lost internet connection. There was some sort of lag or something right. like that, which I still think it's weird because the recording is happening separate from our, our FaceTime calls. So right. there's no reason for issues with one to interrupt the other, but it did. So I was just like, okay, whatever. So I un, unmeshed them. Lined them back up after that, like cut it, lined it back up to that spot and then kept going again. And then a little bit later, it was doing it again. It did this multiple times and both directions. Like sometimes it would be like my voice was a little bit too late. And then other times it was your voice was a little bit too late. And it was so bizarre. So I had to go through like the entire episode and cut it all over the place so that I could line up our answers with the yeah. thing that they were responding to. And it was just like, why is the time literally like stretching in these 
parts of this episode. So it took forever to edit. And then I had a whole bunch of weird feedback on my mic. Um, part of it, I think, was like one of, some, one of the settings that I changed a little bit that I just have completely off this time. So you're going you're to hear my kids because they're awake. Um, and, um, and I like it was like cutting out parts of my voice and there was like weird feedback in the background. And I was like, where's that feedback coming from? I'm in a quiet room in the middle of the night. Like what's happening? So yeah. it was really bizarre. It just took forever to edit. So I was just like, what is happening? So normally I can edit like in a couple of hours and it took me like multiple days to try and get it figured yeah. out. I was just, I, yeah. Cause it was I was not a, a fan. I was not a fan. I had to keep listening to it over and over yeah. and over again. So. <laughs> you were like, I have listened to that episode multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope it's your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, also, I'm going to give a disclaimer real quick. Um, I did get a Christmas present a little early. I know that I think this is dropping right after Christmas, right? Um, Yes. The Mm -hmm. Tuesday after Christmas. And so I did I did get my Christmas present a little early um, only because I'm impatient and I convinced my husband to allow me to have things early. And so <laughs> and I'm, I think I'm going to get another gift out of it because we're going to do that Icelandic tradition mm-hmm. where you give books on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. So yeah, I do read. that with my kids. So um, so we're going to start that tradition. Uh, so I think I'm going to get another I'm going to get a book also. I'm I really bought myself a book that. though. I don't I don't buy Rick a book I buy myself a book (laughs) he doesn't read I get I should get two books (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's like this is this is my book from you um but uh I have an ice machine now like a little ice maker I'm gonna Ooh, we're gonna have some ASMR on our episode I know I know (laughs) so I'm all excited about it and we plugged it in last night it's funny because I was upset because um, we got it. Like I opened it and I was like, Oh my gosh, an ice maker. I'm so excited. And on it, it's like, have it stand upright for six hours before you plug it in. And I'm like, like a fridge. Mm-hmm. No, cause <laughs> it wasn't like, it's been sitting there for a month now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it could have been sitting upright the whole time. It, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I could have had ice quicker, but, but I woke up this morning and I got ice. So I'm very, I'm very happy. So, um, so yeah, so if y'all hear crunching or like, like the, like this, just know that's me and I'm quite happy with my ice. It's Santa! Jingle bells! <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, we definitely want one of those, but I don't think it'll, I think they'll take a little bit more power than we, than we have currently to put on the bus. Yes, so. yes, yes. But also, happy Yule. I think that was last night, yeah? Yule? Mm-hmm. I, what is Yule? I know winter, winter solstice. solstice. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that that's what it was called. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm ignorant. No, I like the um, uh, anytime I think winter solstice, I'm gonna be honest with you. Now I just think of Akatar. Like it's a prop. <laughs> and now I'm like, I want to go read Frost and Starlight again because that's <laughs> all about winter solstice. So I was, I will say, I was excited when I was reading Frost and Starlight because. Um, because in that it talks about winter solstice. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm finally reading like a Christmas book, a, like around that time. Cause I never do. I, I'm, I'm terrible at that. Like, I'm always like, yes, I'm going to read a Christmas book right now because it's around holidays and Christmas and I'm not interested in that. I'm going to read something completely different. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. I always want to read. 4,000 different books so I never I never get to read like for sure what I want hang on a second there it goes 
is like not showing okay me talking so it was weird there might be a, a portion in there where you don't hear me when I was actually talking we'll see what happens um but um my sister-in-law reads a ton and mm-hmm. she always like will put together like not a playlist but like a TBR list that she actually reads. I'm just never. Um, for each of the seasons. And I'm just like, I aspire to be that way. But yes. I feel like I just yeah. bundle yes. up in my blanket and read whatever I got in front of me for the five minutes that my kids are doing something else. So. And lately I've been on like my crocheting kick. So I haven't been reading as much. I've been crocheting everything. So. I know. It's so cute. I like all the stuff you've made. I was going to be like, hey, do you want to make me a pug? <laughs> That may or may not be on today's list. So <laughs> that might not be. That may or may not be something I'm trying to do today. A pug, a pug. I got, I got, um, Sean a a positive potato, and it's like a little crochet potato, and he has like a little sign that's like, "I'm a positive potato. You can do it." So I, I was like, "This is great." It was off of Etsy. I loved it. I was like, "Yes, this needs to go in a school counselor's office, 100." Mm-hmm. percent Yes, but, but, um, okay, so. Let's get into today's content. I am I am very interested in this celebrity ghost aspiring actress that um, that you mentioned. So I'm going to I'm going to get quiet so you can tell us about that because I'm curious. <laughs> um, so this is going to be in two parts. Um, well, not like two part episodes. Both parts will be in this episode. But first we're going to go okay. over the true crime and then we'll go over the haunting. Um, oh, okay. So it's multifaceted. Yeah. I feel like mine is going to fall short here. No. And it could have been three parts, but then I'm like, no, I must stop. Maybe that'll be another episode. <laughs> but, um, cause there is an episode that ghost adventures did, um, where they are talking about one of the suspected killers and they're investigating uh-huh. that guy's house and have evidence that they feel believe just further, qualifies him being the murderer but of course it is still an unsolved crime and it is the crime of or is the murder of elizabeth short she was an aspiring actress who moved to california um i think she's from like ohio i don't remember um and you know did the whole she's a waitress but she's going to be an actress kind of a thing she never made it big until her death after her death she became better known as the black dahlia Oh, okay. So, I was like, I feel like that familiar, <laughs> but I don't know why. So. But okay. she is, um, she didn't make it. She did not make it. In, in fact, there's actually hard, people are having a hard time finding out anything she actually even auditioned for. So she was like the actress that was an actress, but never actually oh. auditioned for anything or tried. You know, we all know that person. We all know I that person. I don't think I... Yes, and I don't think I realized that you were saying, like, she didn't make it in Hollywood. I was like, well, I don't think she made it. She's, she's an unsolved, unsolved murder, murder from the 40s. So, so she, <laughs> she, she, did, she did not. She's, okay. she's not around. She's not around. Um, she was absolutely beautiful. Got she it. had jet black hair, really fair skin. Um, she had a promiscuous reputation. But she was not at all promiscuous. Like, that was something that... Um, the media really like misconstrued and I'll go into that a little bit more later that it was Mm -hmm. actually probably not. And I'm going to tell you like the true crime portion of this is a little bit gruesome and there's a lot of details. So just kind of like some trigger warnings all around. This is a real gruesome murder. So if you want to skip to the haunting part, skip to the haunting part. Um, But this part was going to be a little bit tough. 
Um, but, um, she would talk about how she was waiting for marriage and she was just trying to find the right guy. She really wanted a military guy, particularly air force for some reason. Um, and I like, and she was just trying to like find the right thing. She was not a stable income, stable life kind of a person. She did a lot of couch surfing and would often get kicked out of places that she was staying at because she would kind of go, people would feel bad for this beautiful young actress, this beautiful young woman who just needed a place to stay and they'd bring her in, kind of expecting it to be like a few days or a couple weeks for her to get back on her feet and then she would just like never leave. But she would not contribute to the households either. Like she would just sleep on their couch, eat their food, do whatever, didn't clean up after herself. Like Told, like she'd go out all night partying and then come home and like the, the wee hours of the morning not a great house guest right and um and then she would um kind of get into these situationships with these guys um to try and find her love affair and never really found it then and I feel like she had bad taste in men which didn't help but one of the guys that she was involved with yeah. who she did stay with for quite some time um and had it was like it wasn't it wasn't where she was staying when she was murdered but she was trying to get back there the night that she got murdered um or at least the night that she disappeared um she was got it. probably not murdered that night um and she uh like he was in love with her right he was completely infatuated with her and would get extremely jealous when she would go out with these other men and then come home so she would like try to get dropped off a couple blocks away and then walk home but he was like i know what you're doing um and then he came home with a woman and she lost her mind about it um which i'm just like but you don't want to be with him so this is really toxic. She seems, she seems a little unstable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she likely had huge abandonment issues. Um, her father abandoned her and her sister um, when they were quite young. It just completely, like, he faked his death mm. and moved away. And then tried My to father? come back later when things weren't going well for him. Um, and his mom, or their mom was like, absolutely not. You can just stay dead. Bye. Um, so and I'm just like, Wait, good for her you. Her father faked his death. Her father faked his death and moved away. Um, and then tried to come back like a decade later when how? life wasn't going well for him. Well, now I want to know more about how he faked his death. Like, <laughs> there was like so how... many rabbit holes. I was like, no, stay focused. Like, <laughs> I'm like, how invested was he in this? Like how, how elaborately did he fake his death? I know. I don't know. I just like I just that read that one part. Actually, I think that part was something that I watched versus read. Um, now, did he fake his death or did the mom explain it as he died? It was very much, like, at least the way that it was presented to me very much seemed like he actually faked his death. Like, there was there was death. Yeah. And there was It wasn't just described that way. Like, he was gone. There was a funeral. He was buried. He was okay. gone. Um, wow. And, okay. um, and I could be wrong. It could just be the way that it was presented in that one piece that I, I looked at. But... Yeah, but like severe abandonment issues at the very least. Um, and then when she did die, they tried to contact the dad to come and um, identify the body and he wouldn't do it. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, What is wrong with you? This is your child. Um, well, he was he dead. He didn't, he didn't want to identify a body when he mm-hmm. was a body yep. himself. And um, so they, so she jumped around between all these men. She got into this huge fight. It escalated with this guy he ended up picking her out told her she could never come back all of that jazz um and yeah. then um she's with this new guy 
I think his name was Red. All of my notes are on my phone, and I can't see you if I look him up. Um, but um, she was with this new guy, and it turns out this new guy had a whole wife and children um, in an, another town. So he was a real catch. Um, oh, no, my phone's dying. We'll see how well this goes. Um, he was a real catch. And then okay. um, he dropped her off at the Biltmore Hotel, um, where she was supposed to be meeting up with her sister because she was going to go stay with her sister for a few days because um, she didn't have a place to stay, right? Mm-hmm. And then she'd also told somebody that she was planning on going back to Chicago where she was going to try starting an act, um, a modeling career instead of acting. So she's going to try her hand at that. Um, and of course, she never ended up leaving for that. And she was not meeting her sister. So it's, it's thought that she was just saying that so that he, like the guy would go. Um, cause she did not want to okay. spend the night with guys. Like she was very adamant about, she was going to wait for marriage. Um, so she, it's kind of thought that maybe she was just trying to like put him off. She's got her sister waiting for her, like this whole thing. So he drops her off in the yeah. lobby. He stays with her for a little while. Um, and then she's just like, you know, it's fine. Just go, just go, just go. So he leaves around 630 and she's on the phone okay. for several hours after that using the hotel lobby phone. One of the people that she calls is the guy yeah. who she's trying to get back to staying in his house. Um, and it's kind of unknown who else she calls. But, um, and he tells her like, yes, go ahead. There's always a place for you here. I'm sorry. Things got so heated. Go ahead and come back. And um, the right. hotel lobby staff saw her leaving later that evening, but um, no idea. Like she, it seemed like she saw someone outside that she recognized and went outside um, just as far as like her body language. They did not see who she went out to see or if she actually went out to see somebody or what happened. Um, and then there's also some people who believe they saw her later in the hotel um, up one of the floors at like a party. Um, so it's possible she went okay. out to see somebody and then came back into the hotel. But that the last for sure time that she was seen was by the guy who dropped her off so that he'd go back home to his family. Um, Got it. And then she is not seen again for six days. So this happened on January 9th in the evening. And then on January 15th, a woman is out walking with her child mm-hmm. and sees a mannequin out in the in an empty field. Um, oh, why did you say that? I don't like mannequins. Like like a, a male mannequin? A, well, and I'm like, did you say it like that because like no. it's a male mannequin, or was just, it like they a just female saw mannequin, mannequin because or? she's so pale? And she's, can we call? Can we call um, mannequins no. Barbie and Ken? Maybe in another oh, in another setting. In this setting, the mannequin was not doing well. The mannequin was actually. Um, so it bothered okay. her. She saw it. She's like, oh, that's like some kids playing some sick joke. Like, it's so creepy. Um, I don't like it. She walked away. But then it was bothering. Ooh, I didn't even realize I had a screensaver. Um, it was bothering her. So she went back around to look again and realized this was not a mannequin at all. So she called the police. And it was the body. Yeah. Yeah. It was the oh, body was of Elizabeth human. Short. And oh. she had been completely drained okay. of blood. There was no blood on the scene. Okay. Ooh. like Dexter no not like Dexter yes. it's the ice yes. truck killer and and it was and actually Dexter. one of the things was like it was a it was a okay. Dexter moment is like one one of the things that was there because um she had been tortured for days so it's believed that for the full five or six days oh. she was tortured until she died um the official cause of death was cerebral hemorrhage oh and gosh. shock um there were surgical surgically precise 
incisions all over her body, um, including a Joker smile. And they know for sure that these cuts were made while she was still alive. Um, Her body had been brutalated. Is that a word? (laughs) I I think it was like mutilated, but it was like brutal. I don't know. Brutalated should be a word if it's not. Um, Her. um, Brutalated. Her lady bits had been horribly um, mutilated as well. And, but there was no DNA anywhere. So it's not believed that she was, um, great. Um, so she, um, but like as they were doing the autopsy and they were going through and looking at all of this stuff, they realized that she had either misformed or not fully, um, matured, I guess would be the right word. Um, sex organs. Um, her vagina was uh-huh. actually really shallow, and it was unlikely that she was capable of having sex, like oh. penetrative sex. Interesting. So that, that and that's that kind of the thought. It's like, did she, she know like, this? And that's it. why she would always put these guys off until like you know she got married because she didn't want them to know that she couldn't have sex. Um, or was it just something that was uncomfortable, so she didn't yeah. like it? Um, or did she not know at all and? She just didn't like she was she was going to find that out once she did finally um, experience that. Right. Um, and it's kind of and the yeah, reason that's kind of unknown is because yeah. she always talked about wanting to get married and have a family and um, all of that. So, Oh, I'm sorry. Sean brought me food, but he also included a the, he included my lemon poppy seed bread that I made the sugar free one because I had mentioned to him that I like it. I, he, he didn't I don't bring think he's going to be able to make it all the way over there with a hot breakfast. Um, so if you want, yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, I'm drinking cold coffee. So you know what? It'll go together. <laughs> Sorry. I just got all excited about that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's believed that like she talked about wanting to have that, that husband and kids and, and that doesn't seem like it would have been possible for her. So they don't know if she knew that or not. Um, and then the the reason that is so important is because once they started to release information about this and try to find the killer, they were getting hundreds of confessions to this murder. Confessions? Confessions. People were saying they did this. Oh, she was also cut in half. I don't know if I mentioned that. Oh, gross. She was cut in half at the waist. Wait, she was, um, so was, was she dismembered or just cut in half? She was just cut in half. Okay. Um. So um, there was no blood. She'd been... Like, there was no blood on scene. Um, there was some shoddy police work when one of the investigators showed up. There were people walking all over the place, just, like, disrupting evidence, probably damaging things. So there's probably some things that were lost just in the initial gathering of information. And then then they did the autopsy report. They found all of these things about her physical development. And so when they were getting all of these um, confessions, a lot of them include um, sexual assault. That could not have taken oh. place physically. Yeah. And there was no DNA to support that these things had taken place. Um, Got it. So they were able to discredit a lot of those initial confessions because of that. A few days after her murder, um, the police department received a package of her personal belongings. With a seemingly like confession cut out of newspaper or cut out of magazines letter. Mm. You know what I'm talking about where it's like the yeah, yeah. copy and paste art project thing. Yes. And 
they have no idea who sent it or why they would have sent it um, because it seems like it's incriminating a certain person. Um, the guy who she was staying with, like who she was trying to go back to stay with him um, because there was like one of his address books or, or something like that she had taken and was using was like in that book or in that package of things as well. It had like her passport in it, um, some of her clothing, things like that. So um, there's no... And like the, the letter definitely seemed like it was like a confession, but they have no idea who sent it and they could not figure it out. Obviously, it's still an unsolved case. So they went through that and tried to figure that out and they can't, they can't, like they're just left with more questions. So um, it became like super sensationalized. She started to get the name The Black Dahlia and yeah. it just went, and like the, the wider the story went, the crazier the investigation got because they kept getting more and more things to come in. Yeah. Um, but then as far as the haunting, it seems that she, in fact, never left the Biltmore Hotel. Oh, um, really? So the hotel that she was at when she was last seen, people still see her. Um, oh. She is often seen on the 10th and 11th floors. Mm-hmm. And one of, I'm going to post a picture in group of a, an author who went there for an event and she and her son are like horror buffs and the hallway resembled the hallway in The Shining. And that's a comment I saw a lot on a lot of different reviews and things that oh. I read that the hallways resemble The Shining because they're kind of narrow. They're really long um, with doors on right. either side and doors on the end. So it was really bizarre. So she took like a selfie of her in the, in the hallway, sent it to her son, turned off her phone, went to this convention thing that she was going to, um, and did right. not look at her phone. And like, she, I think she posted to social media and okay. then, um, didn't look at her phone again until the next day. Cause she was wiped out, went straight to bed and then got up and realized there were tons of comments going, Oh my gosh, do you like, was that really a person in the background? She was like, what are you talking about? I was alone in this hallway. Like, I was alone. So she opens the picture, yeah. the picture again and she's looking at it. And there is 1000% a person in the background that is like semi-transparent walking towards her with super dark hair, a, a pale or like a long white dress. Because um, of course she's a lady in white, right? They're all ladies in white. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can like it's terrifying it's terrifying um, so i'll post that in the and it's clear it's, it's the clearest just like selfie picture i've ever seen um yeah so i will post that so she takes that picture she can see it. people report seeing her in the hallways all the time some people talk about they'll yeah. be in their hotel rooms at night and they will hear what sounds like a party in the next room between two men and a woman and that their accents are very old-timey like the uh, what's it like the transatlantic accents yeah. Um, so they'll hear that in the next room, just like don't really think anything of it until later. Uh, there are reports of people knocking on their doors. And then when they, in the middle, in the middle of the night, when they go to open the doors, there's nobody there. Um, because of course there isn't. There is um, right. more than just the Black Dahlia in the hotel. There is a nurse that haunts the um, ninth floor. And it's like believed that it's from wartime because this was like around in okay. the 40s, you know. So they believed it was like a wartime situation there there's a little girl that also haunts the upper floor no the the little girl haunts the ninth floor the nurse haunts the second floor um and you can see her like pushing a gurney through the the hallways and and just see her like going into different rooms um right there's a little girl that haunts the ninth floor and you can hear her laughing and giggling through the hallways or you'll see her out of your periphery but nobody Mm -hmm. ever really sees her dead on and then on the upper floors there is a faceless little boy 
Oh, that's terrifying. Just so sweet. Just so sweet. I had that doll. I hated it. Um, so, um, and it is like in a faceless little boy, um, haunts the roof and the upper floors. And there's a story about a maintenance man who was supposed to be there fixing something and who was there and saw the little boy and immediately started screaming and ran out of the hotel and never came back. And they had to hire an entirely new company because they refused to come back. Um, wow. And there is a story of a couple who were laying in bed and they kind of woke up in the middle of the night for no reason, you know, and there was a figure hovering over their bed. And I'm just like, just leave me alone when I'm sleeping. Just leave me alone. No, just go over there. We can talk tomorrow over breakfast. Like, just leave me alone. So. <laughs> what would be funny is if they were like, you just look so peaceful. When you're <laughs> um, there is a story of the Black Dahlia um, in the elevator. She's also seen in the elevator a lot. And even though she's seen on the 10th and 11th floor, like that's where she's suspected to haunt. She's seen in the elevator mm-hmm. a lot, getting off on floor six. But no one ever sees her okay. on floor six. There's one story of a man who got on the elevator and was riding it. And he got on. There was already a woman on the elevator standing in the corner, just kind of head down to herself. And the the um, yeah. sixth floor button was already illuminated. So he just pushed his floor and kept uh-huh. going. And it got to the, and he can just like see her and he's kind of like taking note of the fact that she's very beautiful. She has very dark hair. Um, and yeah. she's not talking. She's not saying anything. She seems very young and her clothes are outdated and her hairstyle's outdated. But he doesn't really think anything of it. You know, like people can dress however they want. And it gets to the sixth floor and the door's open and she doesn't move. So he talks to her. He's like, hey, is this, this is floor six. Was this your floor? And she kind of looks up at him startled and then walks off the elevator and turns back to look at him. And he got the distinct feeling that the look on her face was her like crying out for help. Like she's pleading for help and she's, she seems scared. Um, but then the doors close and he goes downstairs and, and leaves the hotel for the day to do, do his like do his go about his business. And then a couple of days later as he's touring – he comes across this bookshop, and in the bookshop there is um, a book about unsolved crimes of L.A., and he picks it up and opens it, and the first thing he sees is the story of the Black Dahlia with her picture, and he like nearly drops the book because this is who he saw, and he knows he saw her. Like, ha- So he'd never even right. heard of the case before, and he knows, like, he knows this is who he saw, and then read through it and realized that she is said yeah. to still haunt the, the Biltmore Hotel. Um, or that that was the last place that she had been seen. So, um, yeah, he was just kind of like surprised by that. Um, there was another story and the power had supposedly like, and this wasn't like, this was like a, uh, a review on someone's page. So I'm not sure how accurate this is, but they said that they had been staying there and the power went out in the middle of the night. And when the power went out, they start hearing doors opening and slamming on their floor. So they're just like, oh, people must be like trying to figure out what's going on and it's pitch blackout. So, you know, they don't know what they're doing. So they go outside to to see what everyone, like what all the fuss is about. And there's no one in the hallway, but they can still hear the doors opening and slamming. Um, and then a few minutes later, the power kicks back on and they just go back in their room and close the door and like go down and ask about it the next morning. And they're like, we didn't hear anything. We don't know what you're talking about. Um, 
but the power went out like how does nobody notice like the power mm -hmm. going out i would notice um yeah so so yeah so it seems it's supposed to be one of the more haunted hotels in la um most people either are complete skeptics or have had experiences and it's the places where like if you go there and you're trying to film or you're talking about it like the staff will walk up to you and people will be like oh we thought we were about to get in trouble for like filming and they'll be like no actually i have a story for you so um they they will <laughs> have like the few people it's who like, are stories. longtime employees that are skeptics and have never experienced anything ever and then you'll have the the people who last mm -hmm. as long as they can but um but end up leaving because there's just so much activity um, and lots of things where it's like you take a picture yeah. and you'll see things in the picture that weren't there or there'll be someone eating in the corner of the dining room and they'll go to like, you know, take their order and all of a sudden they're not there anymore and they realize that like they were never there. So it's like people that oh. are so clear that people think that they're real, like the elevator story and the dining room and, and stuff like that yeah. or like they won't see anybody and then there'll be crystal clear images in their pictures um, so I'll definitely post that picture later, yeah. but, and I'll definitely not, and it's called yes, the Millennium Biltmore now. Um, okay. Millennium, Millennium, Millennial something. Yes. Okay. Not the one in Florida, the one in California. <laughs> I had to, I had to not. go cross out some of my stories because okay. I was like, why are there two? <laughs> um, cause I'd be reading and like writing, the, oh, the story is like good or whatever. And then I'd be like. Like later say something like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And like read again or like go back up. What I was looking for, I was like, dang it. <laughs> I'd have to like cross, figure out which ones I had just written down, cross them out. Um, Gosh darn but it. yeah, that is the story of the Black Dahlia. Okay. That's so interesting. I know like for the stories you meant first, if I saw a faceless boy, I, I think I would do the same thing. But at the same time, mm -hmm. there would be something in me that's curious that's like, was he really faceless? Did that really happen? Is this like a Doctor Who episode? Am I going to meet the doctor? And so I'd get all like, like, ooh, I'm going to go back and check, you know. Um, but, but yeah, so like that. And then like seeing her, it seemed like whenever you were saying that, it seemed like she was surprised that he could, mm -hmm. he was talking to her. Like, like she, maybe she can't, you know how in, in like shows right. and stuff like that, it's like, oh, you can see me. Um, so I wonder if it was that kind of like, yeah, reaction. it would be like, I don't know. And I feel like it's one of those cases where she just needs yeah. help, you know, or maybe she just needs her story to be told. And it's just like, you know, it's happened yeah. in the forties. So even if we do find out the truth now, like what can we right. do about it? Kind of a thing. So it's really tragic, but it was just. There have been people that have gone and feel that like they're communicating with her, and she will try to tell you yeah. what happened. Um, there's like like there was one um, series that I was watching, and they had um, basically like a coin they would uh -huh. flip, <clears throat> and it was like their yes or no coin. So um, it's kind of like a form of like scrying, right? So they would ask her a question, flip the coin, and like one side was yes and one side was no, and they multiple times got the answer that one of the people in the pictures that was on the walls, because they have pictures of her all over the place, um, was her killer. Mm. Um, and they would go to other pictures and ask, and she would say no, and they'd go back to that one and ask, and she would say yes. Oh, okay. um, so it was very 
in, like it seems like she wants people to know yeah. but she all there was also some questions that they asked where it seemed like she was having a hard time answering yeah. so it's you know curious to, to see like is she trying to tell her story is something preventing her from telling her story yeah. is it you know how does this work in um in the afterlife like as time goes by does it get harder and harder to tell your story like do you get stronger or do you get um and because like you've spent more time doing it so you kind of know what you're doing now yeah. or is it like a the longer you stay in the state the like the more you forget about real life you know so yeah it's interesting yeah i hope that she finds help yes i agree Although now I'm like, ooh, what if I learn sign language and that way, even if I can't speak as a ghost, I can still, like, sign it to somebody. Then you would have to be a full-body apparition, and that would be harder, I feel. I could just be hands. Just hands. Mm-hmm. You'd be trying to, like, say something to somebody, just get a whole bunch of high fives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hands. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Just hands. Um... You're going to be Hans well, of the Southern good. Isles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hans of the Southern Isles. Um, that was, that was, um, that was interesting. I've always like heard of the Black Dahlia, but I've always mm-hmm. thought it was like a serial killer thing or something like that. And so I'm glad you kind of set me straight on that. I've always heard of it. I've always been curious, but I haven't actually ever like looked into it. I haven't been curious enough to look into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's super interesting. Oh. Sorry, Jordan was trying to call me. Um, Go away, Jordan. <laughs> I know. This is my I'm time. Like, hey, what are we doing? What are y'all doing? Um, but, um, but okay, so mine is a little different. Mine is actually the celebrity, go, like a ghost story from a celebrity. Um, and I chose to do Michael Rappaport. I don't know if you remember him. He's in The Heat. Um, he is the brother in The Heat. Um, he's also in... Um, Gosh dang it! I had his stuff pulled up. Um, I'm gonna look him up. But the, I don't. The thing, I don't know celebrities' names. The thing I mostly remember. So he's from the Heat. Um, he was also in Deep Blue Sea. Um, he was the the doctor in Deep Blue Sea. He was the brother in the Heat. Um, apparently, he was on Hitch. Um, so he's been in a lot of different things. He was in Friends at one point. Um, so he's been in a lot of different things. And the thing that I most remember him from, though, is this video. And I'm going to play it because the audio is hilarious. Um, but it's it's the, the video that happened. And I can't remember if this was during COVID or not. Um, but it was the cat. The, the cat that looks like Grandma. Do you remember that cat? Like, yes. Mom! Okay. Mom! So this is, so this, Come look at this cat! <laughs> yes. So this, is, so this is the audio from that. What the fuck? Is that a fucking cat? Hey, don't fucking look at me like that. That's a weird looking fucking cat. Ma! Yo, there's a stray cat outside. I don't want it starting a fight with Lucy. Lucy, it's okay. It's okay, Lucy. Don't worry about it. Ma! Ma, there's a weird fucking stray cat outside. It looks... It looks like grandma, the fucking thing. <laughs> okay. So I don't think I realized how much cussing there was in that. Um, so maybe, maybe if you can like add in little bleeps, that would be great. Cause I know I like, I know we can cuss on here, but I, t- uh, we haven't yet. So I'm, I guess and I'm breaking I never that. Will. 
breaking <laughs> breaking that seal um but it's that it's that video and i i loved this whole like saga that he had because he had multiple yeah, videos i loved these videos so much and so yes and so that was something that i was like oh yes i'm gonna choose him because i know i could talk about the cat that looks like <laughs> grandma um but he actually had a story excuse me, a story on Celebrity Ghost Stories. It was season one, episode 11, from what I understand. Um, and I've never watched Celebrity Ghost Stories because I'm like, I mean, you're already a celebrity. Why do you need to be famous for hauntings? But that I just, I was like, okay, I I'll like watch it. Shirt. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It is uh, fitting a little because um, I am eating terribly. Seriously, I had like two giant bowls of popcorn yesterday at the movie. Um, I have a problem. I am I am addicted to Mojo Coffee, and I am addicted to popcorn, and it's a real issue. It's a real issue. Um, but, <laughs> but this um, this actual ghost story he to he told on Celebrity Ghost Stories. They had a medium come in and go to this to this Erasmus Hall. Um, so Erasmus Hall used to be a high school, um, and it was actually founded in 1786. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's old, old, old high school. Like other celebrities have gone there, like Barbara Streisand, Bobby Fischer, things like that. Well, so Michael Rappaport went there for his junior year and he was a quote unquote troubled kid and he would get in trouble. And so he was on the basketball team, but he and his friend Gerald got kicked off the basketball team. What do you and want about Gerald? <laughs> and I don't I don't know exactly what they did to get kicked off the basketball team, but they were. They got kicked off. And so they had kind of a detention is what he called it. And by the way, I do not want to ever go to this place for detention because it sounds awful. Um, but as part of the detention, what they had to do was go down into the basement. No basement. Yeah. I don't, no, again, no basements. I, I, I would be like, no, 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 no. Um, so they had to go down in the basement and like clean things or like move desks around or something like it was some weird thing. And so, you know, they only um, got sent down there to be terrified. About, it has nothing to do with cleaning or moving things. They just want you to be terrified. Yes, basically, basically. So, so they, they, and Michael Rappaport actually said that it was, I can't remember the year, but it was actually the worst high school in New York it was considered the worst high school in New York like the least okay. safe because of all the fights and violence and all of that I mean I went to GHS when like gang violence was so scary <laughs> we couldn't wear the same colors as our friends yes so, <laughs> couldn't wear yes. the 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 paisley yes. print so it, at it all that was not allowed yeah really yeah it was when the guy oh, with the bow tie was the principal I didn't know that I don't remember his name I only went there for a year so I don't remember anything about it Somebody did get stabbed okay. in the hallway one time, so, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe, maybe he was onto something. Well, so apparently, like, the, there was a stabbing at Erasmus Hall in 2011, and 2017, somebody had died, and 1928, a student had actually died in the, in the, not the bathtub, there wasn't a bathtub, mm -hmm. um, he died in the swimming pool, like, he had drowned to death. So, so there's lots of stuff going on here. Um, at one point in this show, they said that they used to send kids down to the basement for detention. Um, and it was so cold sometimes that they would just freeze. What? They would like freeze to death. And I'm like, 
Yeah, like they would lock Why them in the rooms. Why are they being monitored by adults? Um, for detention. Because this was like, like, I don't know, 1800s? Like they just locked them in a room, left, and came back, and then they had frozen to death. So it's, yeah, it, it's very interesting. This is like before central heat and all that stuff. And so, um, but I, I still think the basement would be warmer than yeah, like, being outside gonna, the like, elements. The more because in the basement you get, the insulated. more constant temperature you have. Unless right. they had like windows yeah, that were exactly. open or something like so, that that went up to the, went above ground. Because sometimes basements have windows. That's a good point. That's a good <clears> point. <throat> I don't know if this one had that, but... Um, but what they did, they had to go down to the basement. They were given, um, a little key ring, um, cause apparently there were like 50 rooms down there and they had to clean, um, numbers 25 through 50. I, and I think he was just making that up with the way he seemed. He was like, yeah, you know, this, this is what we had to do. And so each room was locked with a padlock. So they had like 50 keys on this, on this keychain. So they basically like janitors. And so they had to go down and they unlocked the first one. And I can't remember if this was like the first one or like a few in, but they went in and there were like desks stacked all around and it was dark and dank cause it's a, it's a basement. And so they went in and they started to kind of look at cleaning. And once they like, as they were walking by, he said it was like super quiet. Like everything was muffled. You couldn't hear the sound. It was super quiet. And then all of a sudden these desks just fall like just randomly this big stack of desks just falls and he was like it was loud it was very loud and I'm like well yeah I mean if you're in like a silent basement it's going to be loud and so all these desks fall and he said that as they were looking over there like as these desks were falling they were kind of discombobulated because of all the the sound and they looked up and they saw movement like, it looked like there was a person. Like, as the dust was settling, they could tell there was something back there moving. And so then it kept on, like, pushing stuff. And the desks just kind of went crazy. Why aren't they moving yet? Well, when they had walked in the room. Well, so, okay. So when they had walked in the room, the door apparently, like, slammed shut behind them. Instantly. Which they were instantly like, okay. I'd be gone. Like, the door slams, I'm done. Well, <laughs> no, we are not slamming doors I, here. We are not aggressive with our closing of doors. We close them nicely or I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I and I think that like the reasoning there was um was we have the key. Like we have the lock, we have the key. The door is probably heavy. There's probably like some weird sort of vacuum thing that closed it. And and I think that's what they were like I know that that like for example, and I don't know if if Rick would do this, but I know Sean would be like, "Let's think about this logically. What else could it be?" And so that's what would end up happening is that that logicking out, right? Um, I don't know if Rick is that way or not. I, I kind of feel like Rick would be like, um, we don't need to be here. Let's leave. No, the like, second I was uncomfortable, like that would be, be enough like, for him to be like, so, <laughs> we're done. We don't need to be here. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if it is like so, some super important ceremony that we're supposed to be attending. That's going to be like noticed if our absence is there. Something freaks you out. We're done. Goodbye. <laughs> no gift for you. But so <laughs> no gift for you. No soup for you. Um, so, so this, the store had closed behind them. All this was happening. Well, then they turned and tried to get out and the door would not open. Go figure. Like, I, I feel like I would turn around and be like, I'm going to open this door to mm -hmm. make sure it still opens. Like if it closes and I'm going to be like, I'm going to stick it out. I'm fine. 
I'm going to still open it real quick to make sure it's open or I'm going to open it and like mm-hmm. find something to prop it. Like that would be like my first thought. So they did not do that. So this door would not open and they were like beating on the door and they were like, we have the lock and key right here. Why is it not opening? What on earth? So they were freaked out. And then the janitor came and opened the door. I would mama that door so him. hard. I'd be like, you open you the door janitor, right now. <laughs> they would get the mom voice and it would open. Well, you, you know that. <laughs> well, you know that janitor is like, he's seen some stuff. Like if this stuff is happening, he's seen some stuff. So, um, so he opens it and they're like, oh yes. And then they ran. Like they just ran and they were like, I never got in trouble again. Never got in trouble again. <laughs> He's like, never went to the basement again. Never got in trouble again. Um, so it was really interesting um, hearing all of that. And then I was like, okay, what other stuff has happened at Erasmus Ra- Hall? Um, because if there are, like, if these guys have experienced right. something, other people had to have as well. I didn't find a whole lot about um, about ghost stories there. I found a lot of, like, Child violence abuse. and death. Um, like, for a high, like considering yeah considering like for a high school a lot of um violence and death but um apparently new york city and so they had gotten some money to restore and things like that but in 1994 new york city actually closed it and repurposed it as erasmus um educational campus so it wasn't a high school anymore and it's actually considered part of the national park service now so it's it's part of that um They've st- they're still trying to get more money and more grants to restore the buildings because it's actually a collection okay. of six buildings in a square um, or in a rectangle pattern in New York, um, in Brooklyn, I think, and Flatbush is what it's... I was about uh, to say, his accent sounds like he's from Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. So, um, so Flatbush is kind of where that was. And so, um, so there was that. And then what they did... <laughs> He was like, it's very uncomfortable reliving this. And, of course, celebrity ghost stories producers just like, okay, well, then let's go back. Like, if it's uncomfortable just thinking about it, let's take you back there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And they, so they uh, actually, they took like, their notes went back. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Well, and, and that's the thing that confuses me. So I think I'm confused about this. So it's considered a U.S. national park, but when they went there with the medium – which was back in like 2011 or something like it wasn't it was like 2010s in that area like tens teens whatever so it's in that area they went back and there were kids like getting out of school so i'm like wait a minute so i think like one of the buildings is considered part of the u.s national park and then the other buildings still function as a high school and they're they're more um modern because when they went in with this medium and the medium, I didn't like the medium's voice. The medium's voice was kind of squeaky. Um, but they went in with this medium. Um, and she was like, like, she's like, this is exactly what I pictured. And I'm like, did you look it up on Google? Well, like, I know that there's some mediums that like before, like before they actually get where they're going, they start getting, they start getting like the information. Um, so, and depending on what type of oh, medium okay. you are, like visual images are totally like what she might be getting as like basically seeing what she's supposed Possible. to be seeing. Yeah. And sometimes it matches and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So, so they went, they actually got Gerald to come back. So 
So it wasn't just Michael. It was Gerald. And they were like, yeah, man, let's go. I'm like, dude, Gerald probably was like, yeah, man, what are we doing? Oh, my God, we're doing this? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so Listen, you said so you wanted back, to hang out. This is end. not what I had in mind. I thought we were getting coffee, <laughs> maybe go throw some axes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I did not expect to come back to this ghost-filled hall. Um, but the medium actually, like, at the very beginning, she was like, hey, I think your grandma's here. And your grandma said she never liked you going to the school. <laughs> You're just going to um, be like, your grandma she, said she like, never liked hey, you. I... <laughs> yes. That's a little different. It's a little different. Oh, hold on. You froze up a little bit. What did you say? I said, I thought you were saying your, your grandma's here and she says she never liked you. <laughs> oh, no. no, no, no. No, I think I think the grandma liked him because she was like, um, I never, I never wanted you to go to this school, like according to the medium, that's what she was saying. And she was like pulling out things about his dad and stuff like that. And so, so there was like some weight to it and what she was saying. Um, and so I always like question the TV show stuff though. I always question it because as much as I want to believe it, I'm always like a skeptic with that. And I'm like, but did y'all talk about it ahead of time? Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so... I'm always a skeptic. So she she did that, and then she started walking through and is like, oh, a little boy just walked in. And it's like, okay, I, I don't like that. Does he have what a do you face? mean a little boy just walked in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hold up, hold up. And at one point she had said, because um, they had gone down to the basement, she's like, there's a very angry spirit here, and he's angry and he wants everybody to know it. And I'm like, well, if he's throwing around desks, I would be too. I would be ticked if I went down for detention and froze to death. I would be ticked. I'd be like, seriously, this is dumb. Like, I, I, all I did was, like, talk back. Right. I shouldn't have gotten it. Because, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't know. It was a bit ridiculous. And I'm sure, like, the parents were like, what yeah. the heck? Like, w- really? Like, I can't imagine that. But, but yeah, so they went back. They did that. Um, there, But there wasn't, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of activity. And there, there hasn't, like, I didn't see anything about Erasmus Hall having um, ghosts. Like, I haven't, you know, because some people post stuff. Like, I would, I would expect, like, a Reddit right. thread or something. If there was well, and I think something. it's hard, too, because, like, there was, like a, a lot TikTok of times, video. stuff like that, like, it would just com- go completely unnoticed if there's lots of kids there. You know, like, they're feeding off the energy, but yeah. there's not really going to be, like, you're not really going to see anything until, like, it's the janders who are there at night by themselves or the teachers who are pulling late nights and, like, the, you know, administration that's, there when there's no one else there that are going to be the ones that hear things and see things right Um, just like they didn't see anything until they were down in the basement by themselves um but so many things are just dismissed when noise like noise can so easily be considered something else like one of the things i loved about living in an apartment like oh there's a noise there's a neighbor there's a neighbor it wasn't in here at all it was a neighbor so (laughs) (laughs) it was a neighbor it's fine that's why why (laughs) you can blame everything on the cat if there's a noise Mm -hmm. it's like it's the cat it's the cat so, um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my story with Michael Rappaport. Um, I kind of like that we mm-hmm. both went a different direction with this cause you kind of got a little bit, uh, a little bit of both. That was kind of fun. I liked it. And like, literally like you said that yes. and I was going to like look up stories and I've heard a few different ones. Um, and I was going to like look up stories and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what she didn't mean. <laughs> I'm going to be different. Cause like I was thinking about it and I was like, I wonder 
like if I should touch base with like when I was still trying to pick I was like should I touch base with you see who you picked so we'd pick the same person um and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna go a different way yeah. and then we won't be picking the same person because I'm not following the rules yeah so. <laughs> see and I'm glad I'm glad that we didn't like collaborate ahead of time because it was exciting to uh to have that that <laughs> revealed to me I was always I thought like, about hey, like keeping awesome. like but, her name a secret um, the whole time and just like talk about Elizabeth Short and not saying anything about the Black Dahlia I was like but I know when I type in like the name of the episode I'm gonna right. write the Black Dahlia and then everyone's gonna know the answer so <laughs> unless they're just like you right. know Yes, yes. Going on exactly. a tear and listening to us like one after the other and aren't looking at the titles, they're going to know. And I don't think we got any, I don't think we got anybody doing that right now. So. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any bingers. We don't have any bingers. Okay. So next time I think we're going to be starting our series on um, hauntings across America. Is that what we're calling it? Okay. So haunting is across America and we're going to be talking about Texas first. So I'm. Yeah, so we're just going to be looking at different ghost stories or lore or cryptids or whatever we can find um, that's just scary stuff in Texas. And then we'll do like one of those a month, I think. Maybe we might like like kind of aspire to one a month, but if there's other things that pop up, then they can always get pushed back a little bit yes, too. Yes, yes. Um, and then we'll just kind of go across go across America together. Find all the reasons why there's nowhere that is exactly. exactly. <laughs> It'll be tons of fun, tons of fun. But I hope y'all liked the celebrity ghost stories. I hope you like the twist we put on it with the two different ways we went with it. I really like that mm -hmm. um, personally. But um, but yeah, I think that ends it out this week. Yeah, I'll post the picture of um, the Black Dahlia ghost in the group once this episode drops i'll try and like schedule that later day so that it like for sure drops and i don't forget about it um and then we'll see you guys next time for our texas ghost stories so make sure you leave us reviews on whatever platform you listen to uh, so that we can uh kind of get boosted across different different platforms and like the more reviews we have that are positive reviews the more our um, podcast will get put in front of new people so it's really important and a really great way that you can support the show and join our facebook group it's the monster in my closet podcast um facebook group is a private group just answer a couple questions so we know you're not like a robot or a troll and then um and it's okay to answer the questions in kind of a trollyish way we appreciate that but don't be a troll in the group so that we don't keep out um, <laughs> but join us there. You'll get to see some of the like extra content that we post there for like pictures. Um, you can connect with us on there so you can drop your recommendations or give us some feedback on episodes if you'd like. Um, and then you can also follow us on Instagram, the monster in my closet podcast on Instagram. You can send us your listener stories at the monster in my closet podcast at gmail.com. We would really, really, really love to be able to share your guys' firsthand accounts of, of your stories. So please send us the, send the, those to us if you have them um, just make sure you put um, something about it being your story in the titles so of my story somewhere anywhere however you want to say it because I couldn't figure out how to say it so now it's just my story <laughs> in your um, in your subject line so that I can find them and hopefully we'll have one of those for you soon and then as always always look out for that monster in your closet It's the middle of the night What gave you such a fright? What do you have to fear?
Jordan. 